The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to That's Life. I am recording this Thursday morning, August 23rd, 2021. You know what tomorrow is, bro? Tomorrow is August 24th. You know what's significant about August 24th? Tomorrow, the Starbucks menu turns over into the fall schedule. I get very excited about that every year. I get excited about the little things in life. And tomorrow we get our our fall schedule. We get our pumpkin spice. Uh, We get everything fall. And I get very excited uh, every time of year when fall comes around. I am a fall guy. The weather changes. The weather becomes more crisp. Um... We're getting closer to the holidays. I get very excited about the holidays. I love when the holidays come, the falling of leaves. I just love everything about from, from September through November. Um, I love that time of year. And, and we kick it off August 24th at Starbucks. So go tomorrow, get your pumpkin spice. You know, guys, I talk a lot about being a hypochondriac when I grew when I was growing up, I was always afraid of dying, bro. Always. I always had this fear of dying. And I think my fear of dying came from I would miss everybody. Um, you know, if my life came to an end, I would miss everybody. I would, I would, I would miss my family. Um I would miss my kids. I would miss my wife. Uh, You know, I mean, I always, that was always, always my fear growing up. I was a hypochondriac. I was always afraid of death. So um, every little thing 
would trigger me into believing that this was the thing that was going to take my life. I can't tell you how many times um, I had a basic flu and I thought I was at the end of my life. Um, Just one thing after another. I think I got that from my mother being a, a, a hypochondriac and being afraid of death. And of course, bro, we all have a fear of death um because it is the unknown we we all fear the unknown um you know where where does death lead and uh i was always 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 about uh i always had a fear of death man i'm sure a lot of people listening to this show does too however as you get uh, older um death becomes a reality so you start coping with the idea of death and and it starts dawning on you that you're not going to be around forever especially when you hit 60 bro um when i hit 60 man i'm like okay man it could be a year 5 years 10 years i mean who knows but i'm i'm at 60 so now reality sets in. You know, it's not a, it's not like you're a a kid or a teenager or in your 20s or 30s and you're you're thinking about, you know, dying and 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 you know, it just makes you anxious and uh fearful. Bro, when you hit 60, you know, uh now it's inevitable. And you really start looking at your life and how you spend every single day of your life, man. You, you, you really start because I think when you reach 60, it's like for me anyway, I don't want to waste one second of my life, man. I don't want to waste a second of it. I really, really don't. That's why I'm always working. That's why I'm always trying to be productive. That's why I'm always on here uh, talking to you good people. I don't want to waste any of my time um, because I don't know what's left. You know, it's funny, man. I, I'm, I'm looking at this T-shirt I, I'm wearing, and it's Bruce Springsteen over here, and it's Clarence Clemens over here. Clarence, Clarence Clemens was the great um, sax player for the East Street Band, and uh, Bruce Springsteen had a great, great career. And uh, Clarence Clemens passed away, man. He 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 no longer is here with us. Uh, and obviously, he left his mark on the music world and the entertainment world. But we're all no longer going to be here. Like, there, there is going to come a point when you're no longer going to be here. There is going to come a point when I no longer am going to be here. And that's why, like, I've really mellowed out. I don't let things bother me or aggravate me because, like I've told you a million times before, is any of this shit going to matter when you're dead? And the answer is no, it's not going to matter. So even with what I just went through recently, with having to spend thousands of dollars on a site that never worked, with a you know hacker uh just having a field day uh with our site you know thinking it was funny um 
you know what, bro? It bothered me for about five minutes, and then I moved on. Because in the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter. What matters, bro, is what you do with your life and, and what you do with your time while you're here. That's what matters. Do you have an influence on other people? Do you bring a positive presence to the world? Are you someone that other people look up to? Are you someone that other people can learn from? Are you a loving person? Are you a giving person? Are you a thoughtful person? What what will be your legacy? How will you be remembered? What mark are you leaving on this world? Because every one of us, we're all created equally. We are all created equally with the same chances and the same opportunities. What mark are you going to leave on this world with your life? And, and I'm, I'm just asking this question because I see so many hateful people on social media every single day. And I just, as a 60-year-old man, I sit here scratching my head. Is this the mark that you want to leave on this world? Your, your negativity, your hate, your darkness. Is, is this the impact that you want to leave on this world? God gave you life to do great things with. And this is what you want to do with your life. I just, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You were given life. All of us were different. All of us were given different gifts. Why are we wasting precious minutes, precious hours, precious days? Just acting like total douchebags. You're never going to hear that on a uh, Christian show, or I doubt very much you're going to hear a preacher use the term douchebags. But that's a lot of people just act like douchebags. And I, 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 I look at some of these comments on social media, comments aimed towards me, comments aimed towards others, and I just always ask, bro, is this is this what you want to do with your life? Is this what you want to do with whatever time you have left here on earth? Because every time, man, you're hating on somebody, that is a personal choice. And, you know, there's going to come a time, bro, where you're sitting in, in, in my seat and, you know, you are 60 and your kids are out of the house and you have grandkids and you really are looking back on your life, things you could have done differently, the impact you could have had. So I wanted to go into a little bit today of... um the Bible 
And what does the Bible say about value of life? And I found this, uh, I found this great article, bro. This is on the Christian Courier by uh, Wayne Jackson. It's called The Value of Life. It's not long, bro, but I want to share this with you. Think about this, man. I want you to really think about this. The book of James has been called the gospel of of practicality because it contains so many truths of everyday value. You guys know, you have heard me say time and time again, my favorite book in the Bible is the book of James. Uh, the gospel of practicality because it contains so many truths of everyday life. One of the dangers of which James warns is the pursuit of material interest to the exclusion of the Lord's will. Within a discussion, the inspired writer asks, and we should all ask ourselves this, what is your life? What is your life? In the immediate context, James addresses the matter in terms of life's brevity. Human life is like a vapor that appears momentarily and then is gone. Other biblical writers have employed similar figures to emphasize how very fleeting our earthly existence is. Our lives are but a shadow, 1 Chronicles 29.15. Our lives are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, Job 7.6. Our lives are faster than a runner and quicker than an eagle diving after prey, Job 9.25-26. Our lives of are a few days, Job 14.1, and our lives are a hand breadth, Psalms 29.5. But there are additional ways in which this question, what is your life, can be answered. On his secondary missionary campaign, Paul came to the city of Athens. When he beheld the metropolis brimming with idols, he addressed the Grecians regarding the true God. He urged that the deity is both creator and sustainer of the universe. With reference to that later point, the apostle affirms that God gives to all life and breath and all things. It is clear that scripture regards life as a gift from heaven. Life, your life is a gift from God. There are several implications in this statement. Let's talk about the origin of life. Life is not a mere biological accident as alleged by materialists. Its source is God. For decades, scientists have been attempting to create life in the laboratory, and the results have been nil. Some years ago, Professor Wald of Harvard wrote an article on the origin of life in which he conceded that spontaneous generation, the accidental origin of life, is impossible. The accidental origin of life is impossible. He went on to affirm, however, yet here we are as a result 
I believe, of spontaneous generation. Why did this prominent scientist adopt a position that he conceded was an irrational view? Because as he honestly admitted, if the theory of spontaneous generation is not accepted, the only remaining alternative is special creation. And this, he said, we are just unwilling to accept. So this professor, George Wald, is basically saying, if the theory of spontaneous generation is not accepted, then all we have left is special creation. And a lot of people are unwilling to accept this. George G. Simpson of Harvard acknowledged that the question of the origin of life is among the greatest of all evolutionary problems. And so the complexity of life is an uh, evidential tool that argues for the existence of a living creator. The sanctity of life. If human life is a gift from God, then it is a sacred essence. It is sacred. And no man has the arbitrary right to take it from another or to destroy it within himself. Destroy life within yourself. If you are spreading hate and negativity in this world, you are destroying your own life from the inside. Murder has been wrong since the beginning of times. Moses recorded, who shreds man's blood by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God, um, in the image of God made he man. Today's life is treated as a cheap commodity. Murderers multiply when the justice system ignores the chaos. The destruction of innocent human life by means of abortion is a national disgrace. Where politicians treat the issue as an article uh, exercise. Let me make one thing clear, bro. I am reading an article by Wayne Jackson. I am reading his words. Um, So I don't want to get into abortion and all this. That is not what I'm talking about. Suicide has reached epidemic proportions because folks entertain the notion that my life is my own to do with as I please. Human life is to be revered and treated as a sacred possession on loan from the creator. So human life, your life is a gift. It is a sacred possession on a loan. It's a loan, bro. It's not forever. Your life is fleeting. You are here for a certain amount of time and then you die. Do you understand that, bro? That is the harsh reality. Me, everybody listening to this show, you will die. You will die. You are here for a fleeting moment. Your life is sacred and a gift. What do you choose to do with it? Life and stewardship. As indicated above, many labor uh, under the illusion that life is a personal possession that we may do with as we wish. Clearly, that is not the case. 
Jehovah declared that ultimately all souls belong to him. The Lord has the sovereign right to dictate how human life should be regulated. The Bible indicates that we were created for the purpose of glorifying our maker. The whole purpose of man's existence is to reverence God and obey his commands. We ought to want to honor our creator and lovingly serve him. Are you serving God by spreading hate? Are you serving God by injuring and hurting other people? Anyone who does not acknowledge the truth lives as a rebel and defies the very reason for his existence. How tragic it is, though, that many use their lives in a vain, egotistical fashion. Far too many entertain the views of the infidel poet William E. Henley as expressed in his haughty composition, Invictus. I am the master of my fate. And I am the captain of my soul. Oh, man. Life is a gift, bro. I know life is a gift. And I know I am here because I am supposed to be glorifying God. Why would God give me life? Would God give me life to spread hate and to hurt other people and to tear other people down? Is that is that why he would give me life? Is that his sole purpose? Now, when I say those things, hate on people, tear people down, ruin lives. You know what creator I'm talking about when I talk about those things? I'm talking about the devil himself. That is what the devil does. He hates on people. He destroys people. He tears people down. The difference between God and the devil is love and hate. Life in preparation for eternity. A wise person once said, for we must needs die and are as water split upon the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Life is a period of preparation for eternity. Abraham recognized that life is but a sojourn, a sojourn that eventually leads to the eternal beyond. And so he cast his eyes towards the city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. We would be wise ourselves to walk in the steps of that faith, which characterize Abraham. So what Abraham is talking about is looking ahead. Looking ahead, bro. Looking ahead to our eternal life. I really believe, bro, that the earth is a is a testing ground. And we are going to be tested on this earth, bro. And our actions are going to have an impact on our eternal life. In the Lord's parable of the wise and foolish virgins, the key element that separated the two groups was that of preparation. Those prepared were received into the wedding feast. Those unprepared were not. So we need to prepare ourselves for eternal life. There is no second chance reincarnation whereby we'll get to return to this planet to get it right. 
There is no purgatory in which we'll expiate our sins after this precious earthly life ends. There is no baptism for the dead by which the rewards of obedience can be transferred. Now in this life is the time for preparation. What is your life? And I think that's a great question for all of us to ask ourselves, all of us, every single day, write it down someplace where you'll see it. Put it on your computer screen. Write it down. Put it on the dashboard of your car. What is my life? What is your life? If your life is to serve God while you're here, to glorify God while you're here, to celebrate the life that he gave you, to do the most with the life that he gave you, and then to prepare for eternal life. God created heaven on earth for us. And we blew that early on. We failed God miserably. This earth was supposed to be our paradise. That's how it was created. That's how much God loved us, and that's what he gave to us. The perfect world. And we crapped on it, and we polluted it. And we shit on it and we sinned. And we've made earth our own personal hellhold that is run by Satan himself. It is fueled by money and greed and ego and hate and jealousy and pride and all those good things. Now, do you want to be a part of that? And my only question to you is, seriously, if you want to be a part of that existence and you want to live your life that way and you want to be one of these absolute lowlifes trolling other people and hating other people, my only question to you is, why? Why? How many times on this show does, do I tell you God gives us the freedom of choice? So why would you choose that? Why, 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 why would you choose to have such a negative impact on not only other people, but the entire world? I, I, I need someone to answer that for me. Why? Because you don't have a life, and whose fault is that? When I ask you, what is your life, and you say, I don't have a life, obviously you have a life because God created you. So if you're saying, I don't have a life, that is a lie. And if you're saying, I don't have a life because that's how you feel, That's your choosing and that's your doing. So if you want to wake up every day thinking, I don't have a life, and you want to bring other people down with you because that's the situation that you created, 
What is your eternal life going to look like? Think about that. If you are one of these people bestowing all this hate in this world, if you're one of these people, what 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 job is God going to have for you on the other side? What is he going to have for you, bro, in, in, in eternity? What is going to be your job? Okay, bro, here's a person uh, that just hated everybody, total strangers, took people down, insulted people, made people feel bad about themselves, spread hate like wildfire. Oh, I wonder, I wonder what job he'll have here on this side. Hello, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the show. We'll get back to it in a minute. Now, guys, you know I am not a big advocate of advertisers or sponsors. I don't want anybody to have any say-so whatsoever in our content. However, if it's a service that I use, that I believe in, I am going to bring it to the table. And that's why I am bringing you Aura.com. Guys, I lost my wallet. Everything was in my wallet. Social security card, birth certificate, credit cards, you name it. I knew I needed some protection in case somebody tried to uh, open up accounts once they had this information. So what I did on a weekend was I went online. I went to Aura, A-U-R-A, identity card. I signed up. They called me back first thing Monday morning. We went over my account. That day, the day, the claim started coming in, guys. The person was trying to open up credit cards, savings account, checkings account, lines of credit, you name it. But as each one came in, Aura was there to nip it in the bud. They got me on the phone. We called the creditor, and we ended it. And this happened, guys, about 15 times and they really aura saved my backside if i did not have them oh my gosh the bills i would have started to get we're talking legal fees god knows the mess it would have been they really saved my backside then on top of that they contact me bro to tell me that my password online had been hacked My password was out there. Vince, you need to change your password. Guys, if you're using the computer and the internet, you're putting your information on there, your name, your address, your date of birth, your social security, credit cards, and there are hackers out there just waiting for this material, guys. You've got to protect yourself from this. You don't believe me? Believe this. Every 10 seconds, someone becomes a victim of fraud or identity theft. 23% of those people don't get their money back after the attack. Bro, if you think it can happen to you, it can. It happened to me. You got to check out Aura, A-U-R-A dot com, bro. You will get alerted fast, immediately, if your passwords have been leaked. If people are trying to open up bank accounts, checking accounts, you'll know immediately. You will get $1 million in identity theft insurance that will help you get your money back. You will also be dealing with U.S.-based support. I dealt with Lynette personally and Lynette. 
that was great. One simple subscription to sign up. Very, very easy. You will get alerts sent straight to your phone. And you will be on top of that criminal trying to steal your identity. Guys, I'm telling you, this was a lifesaver for me, especially if you're online a lot. And right now, guys, they're doing this for us. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off of plans when you visit Aura.com slash Vince. Go to Aura.com slash Vince to get complete protection and a savings of up to 40%. That is Aura, A-U-R-A dot com slash Vince. Guys, trust me on this. Don't be a victim. Be ahead of the curve. If they want to get you, they'll get you. Aura, A-U-R-A dot com slash Vince. What a waste, man. What a waste. Life is a gift. And you're just going to burn through it. You're just going to waste it until you die. Wow, that's, that's a lot to look forward to, man. Every single day I am going to wake up today and I'm going to make somebody else's life absolutely miserable. What an existence. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful existence. And I'm telling you right now, if you're one of these people, God is nowhere near your life. Nowhere. There, there, there is no sense of God. There is no experience of God whatsoever. In every single fiber of your body, none. You are being ruled by your master and the master of this world, and that's Satan himself. And that may be great while while you're here, and that may be the master that you're serving. What's going to happen on the other side? Because you will die. And you will no longer, you will no longer be here. And the Bible makes it clear, uh, that you don't see blackness and you're, you're buried six feet under and everything goes black like the Sopranos. That's not what the Bible tells us. God tells us our soul goes on forever. So what's that going to look like for you? And if you don't care, don't care. If you, if you don't believe in God, don't believe in God. That's your prerogative. But if you want to wake up every morning and your entire existence is to make other people miserable, how are you going to feel about that when you're on your deathbed? How are you going to, how are you going to feel about that when you come down with a, a deadly case of COVID or when you come down with cancer? How are you going to feel about that? How are you going to feel about when your days are numbered and you're getting older and older and older and the realization comes to, you know what? I'm not going to be here forever. And you look back and you see how you wasted all that precious time in your life. And you know what? I could sit here and preach and preach and preach and preach. I'm not going to change anybody's mind. 
If you're one of these people that want to be absolutely miserable because you're miserable and you want to be struck, be, bestow that miserable air that you have upon everybody else, that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you what a waste of your life compared to the great things that you can be doing with your time here. What a tragic, tragic, tragic waste of life. And guys, I'm going to tell you again, having God be the center of your life is a gift that is there for the taking and it's free. If you're one of these people that's miserable and you want to take other people down and you feel bitter and you feel, you feel hatred and you want your soul to be cleansed, there's only one person that's going to do that for you. And all you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask, but it is your free will. And I will never, ever convince you to do so. That is between you and God. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.